way you split it. But uh, probably a less fun series to watch. Probably the uh, Avalanche and the St. Louis Blues. Now, in my opinion, this may very well be the most lopsided preliminary round series <laughs> this year. The oh, Avs are highly favored to go far in this year's postseason after falling to the Stars uh, in the second round of last year. Uh, the offense is more than there, as we all know. McKinnon, Rantanen, uh, Landeskog, and he, he's a defenseman, but Kale McCarr is also uh, up there as well. The defense, besides Kale McCarr, uh, is more than legit to squeeze out some low-scoring games that I don't think we'll be seeing with the, the St. Louis Blues. And the Avs fixed last year's problem uh, with respect to the acquisitions they made this year. Uh, the cost of them a series. Uh, the prior year, and that was goaltending. Uh, Grubauer has quietly put up Vezina numbers uh, in the uh, in Colorado, and when healthy, has been leading the Avalanche uh, to their success. The team has added a stable backup uh, as well that could potentially aid the team if Grubauer goes down. And we saw this last year when Michael Hutchison, uh, he also plays in the least uniform, uh, let me tell you there, he was uh, forced to come in and play a couple games for the Avalanche in that series against the Dallas Stars. And it did not go uh, too great for him. But uh, you know what you'll be getting from the top guys, McKinnon, Ranton, and Landeskog? I'm interested to see how the depth pieces stack up to not just the Blues, but every team down the stretches. I just see the Avalanche steamrolling the St. Louis Blues. The Blues, they don't have much going for them, really. (laughs) Only one of the worst goal differentials in the league out of these playoff teams. Uh, And Bennington. He will have to stand on his head uh, in this one to give his side any chance of even picking up a win. Uh, yeah, the offense is nowhere near the capability of Colorado. I don't think we could all agree on that. Nor is the defensive yeah. units. But uh, the Blues have been here. They have done this dance before, and they all know what it's like to be underdogs. We saw when they were uh, in their Cinderella story of the year, when January 1st they were in last place and they ended up winning the Cup. Uh, obviously not the same situation here with the season as they – made it to that fourth spot kind of uh well they had the edge of the arizona coyotes so oh i don't know how much you guys want to look into that one but I mean, I uh, the, go sorry on. go ahead go ahead go ahead okay well i put the blues in the same boat here as the habs and they, i have to agree that they must be physical uh and really wearing down the team their opponent which is the abs in this uh, sense both mentally and physically and they have to get their heads get into the op- opposition's heads and find alternatives to pick up wins. Uh, Hoffman, for me, is going to be a big guy that has to uh, continue his late-season success. O'Reilly will have to step it up. And I think a guy that we're might be overlooking here, Vladimir Tarasenko, the piece of glass that he is, always going down with injuries. He's going to have to be sneaky good in the playoffs. So don't fully count the series out because it may very well turn into a treat to watch, but you got to go abs here, man. They're stacked and they're ready to win now. So that's what i got to say between these two teams. And... To be honest, I agree with you. Uh, the only re- I'm I'm gonna say Avs in six. Uh, I think they're it's pretty clear they're better at everything, like you said. Um, on uh, what's it on an, uh, special teams, the Blues uh, they have they had they edge it out over uh, Colorado for the most part. But I mean, it, I think it'll come down to five on five play, and in that case, hundred percent the the Avs win that. They're the abs are all healthy right now. They're very healthy. Like you said, goaltending, Philip Grubauer putting up unreal numbers, playing 39 and 1 with a 1.95 uh, goals against average and 922 save percentage. This guy, he's, first, he's tied for first in the league with seven shutouts this year, which is just outstanding. 
And I don't I don't think there's much the abs need to change. The only thing the only reason I think they might not win or like they might lose a few games just because of the speculation with the president's trophy curse. But I think if, if there's a year to break that curse, it's going to be this year with how stacked they are. Yeah, uh, I have to agree with you. Although, again, I'm going to go one game less than you. I think Colorado wins the series in five. Um, obviously, they're better at literally everything. Uh, they're the best all-around team in the NHL. They're very, very balanced in every single category. I think this will be a fairly easy series for the Avs. Um, I could see that the willpower of the Blues will seal them a game, along with um, team will probably have at least one solid game in order to help them accomplishing uh, one dub in this series. Um, I think that uh, if I had to put up some uh, mentionable players, uh, I would probably start up by saying Tyler Bozak for the Blues. Definitely Ooh. a playoff, contri- playoff contributor for the Blues. Uh Last year, last year in no, not last year. I'm sorry, two years, I believe. Whenever I think it was two years ago when the Blues won the cup, 2019. Yeah, um, I don't know, I'm probably wrong. Anyways, um, Tyler Bozak was also a very good playoff contributor for the Leafs when he scored that game winning goal in overtime, double overtime, I think, uh, against the Washington Capitals, which obviously they didn't win that series, but it was definitely momentum shifted towards the Leafs, and you could feel the arena roaring for him. Um, for the Avalanche, I have Alex Newhook, actually. Uh, I think that he's going to shock some people, and he's going to be like a Kale McCarr um, in previous years where he just comes out of nowhere, and he I don't think he played a single game in the regular season. Uh, uh, no, gonna... he did He did play a few games. He actually played he really did. well. He played, played really well. Um, I, I think that he's going to shock some people, and having the opportunity to play with some of those stars on, I think he's playing the third, he's playing the third line. Uh, he's going to have that opportunity to net some goals and really surprise some people. I mean, uh, before, before we go to Aiden, I just, I forgot who I uh, think is going to be the big players for both teams. Um, in terms of uh, St. Louis, uh, I think, I think David Perron's going to have to play as well as he's been playing this year. He's been, He's been very good this year, having one of his best seasons in his career. Um, I think he's a per- almost a perfect playoff player because he's, he's super physical. He knows how to get under another player's skin, but he can also score. And he's also he's, he's also a big player in crucial moments. In terms of the Avs, on the other hand, um, if Newhook plays, I agree with you. But I also have to I have to say with Grubauer, I think if. Uh, he, if if uh, the Avs want a lot of success, he's got to keep playing like he has been playing because he's, he's been a huge part of their team. So overall, I think there's it, it's pretty clear who's going to win, but uh, up to you, Aiden. Well, my answer might shock you a little bit, but it's not that St. Louis wins. It's uh, that the Avs go the full length of the series. They go to seven, but they do end up winning. Uh I just have a feeling that the Blues can steal some games, definitely. I think this is another situation similar to Montreal where the media has been fueling the Blues. Uh, Just like uh, I was talking about with Brendan Gallagher, uh, I saw that uh, Ryan O'Reilly, he was interviewed the other day and said, again, they're they're being counted out so much. They're underestimating the power that the Blues actually have. And I think I got to agree with him there. I think – 
they're not honestly a horrible team. They don't match up uh, quite as nicely as the Colorado Avalanche do. Is obviously this team is made to go the distance in the playoffs and even somewhat cup favorites to go all the way and win it all. But I think Jordan Bennington can definitely will the Blues to win a few games at least. And definitely he can uh, go make the St. Louis Blues go to stretch against the Avalanche. Uh, for the Avalanche, I got to go with Junis Donskoy. He's a guy who's really provided uh, the Avalanche with uh, reliable depth scoring all season. So I think in the playoffs, if he's able to be as consistent he was in the season, he can really take the load off of the big star players like Landeskog, Rantanen, and McKinnon. I'm going to point out the obvious here before we go to the next series, but uh, injuries in the playoffs is uh, very, as we all know, unavoidable. And it's also one thing that has cost the Avalanche in the past. I'm going to ask you guys this before we transition here, but say Grubauer goes down and a guy like McKinnon, Rantanen, or Landeskog go down. What happens? Do you guys I still think, feel the same way with the Avalanche? Or? I, uh, personally, yeah. I think the Avalanche have so much to back them up. I mean, per- personally, I think what I forgot to mention, one big guy I think that who needs to step up is Tyson Jost with how much expectations he's had. He hasn't really performed. But um, even though I think if if a big player like McKinnon goes down, I think – the the abs have enough depth and enough strong players to kind of help help like kind of kind of fill in his spot maybe not as well but i think they still have enough how about you iboni yeah uh, i completely agree i think that they have enough um if say like a mckinnon comes down um i mean obviously it's going to hurt you uh, i still think that they it wouldn't really affect them i still think that they win the game. I have them in five. Maybe they win it in six. I don't know. Maybe it does affect them a little bit, but I don't have them losing the series at all. Um, the Blues are the Blues, and it's been evident throughout the season that they're not the greatest, and they definitely have a little bit of a relapse. Um, they they have experience as well. Like um, Pierre-Edward Bla- uh, Belmar can slot in on a bit of a higher line, maybe uh, get Logan O'Connor. I've been watching some of the games, actually, for the Colorado Avalanche. Logan O'Connor, he's not a goal scorer, but this guy is a good defensive forward. Uh, I don't know if he's injured or not. I'm looking at his thing right now. I think he might be injured. Yeah, never mind. He looks like he's injured. That kind of sucks. <laughs> uh, Carl Soderberg, though, that would be uh, an interesting one. That kind of slot in there. Um, kind of defensively sound, but uh, more of a goal-scoring presence, but a depth kind of goal-scoring goal presence. I, I think that they can manage to get it done. Whereas uh, if a Grubauer gets down, obviously that's tough, but um, they, no, they no longer have Leafs legend uh, Michael Hutchinson to help them out. They have uh, Devin Dubnik, though. Devin Dubnik has been decent since coming to Colorado. Uh, definitely better in a uh, San Jose uniform, although really um, hasn't been the greatest like all season, even with San Jose. But with the defense of Colorado, I think you can rely on him a little bit to make a couple strong saves. Uh, I, I stick by what I said, but if those players happen to go down, maybe extend it to six games instead of five. All right. Now we look at all the things that are going for the Avalanche. They obviously are the better team on paper here and one of the best teams on paper in the National Hockey League. Uh, but what is their one uh, downfall to them? 
I don't know if you could say, do they not have one, but do they, do they like, what's the thing that will cost them? Maybe they're uh, tragic flaw, so to speak, that will cost them in the playoffs. Uh, realistically, I mean, I don't, I don't see much of an issue. I mean, they got, a, uh, I think they got pretty solid penalty kill. Like JT Comper and Pierre Edward Belmar, are, I'd say they're pretty decent first penalty kill line. Um, they got depth. I think I think they need uh I think their one downfall like like we say playoff hockey super physical they don't have much of a physical presence. That's um, the only that's the only thing I'd look at. Uh I, I would I would disagree. I wouldn't say they're the most physical team, but I would say they're more physical than the Blues. I mean they have Nazem Kadri and Leafs fans we all know. Nazem Kadri can uh can be um real force in the playoffs. They have a couple of people who are rough around the edges. They have uh, Valerie Natuchkin. Burakovsky can get a couple hits in there. Um, even Miko Rantanen. Occasionally, Landis going to get some hits off. Uh, for a star player, you don't really expect him to get some hits off, but he definitely does. On their defense, their defense is uh, – they have tall defensemen. Devon Tays, Ryan Graves, Samuel Girard, those guys can all hit pretty well. Uh, maybe not Samuel Girard as much. No, nah, he's more uh, of a goal scoring. yeah. Patrick Nemeth for sure. Uh, Nemeth for sure is more of a taller guy. Definitely someone who can who can stand some up if you have to. I don't know if it's the physical aspect of it. I, I, I more personally, of, personally, yeah. sorry, sorry to disagree with no, you, but okay. I mean, looking looking at the Blues, I think they have more physical presence. Presence to be honest, I mean, they got Braden Shen, Kyle Clifford, Zach Sanford, Sammy Blade. I mean, Perron is also a physical player. I mean, defensively, they got Tori Krug, who's small, but he, he can hit. Robert Bertuzzo, Falk has been laying out the body all year. I mean, I, personally, I think they got a lot a lot going for them. That, that's, a, that's a fair assumption, assumption. So even if they happen to be down on the, um, the hitting presence, I, I think that more so it's the and, – and it, this is going to be a shocking answer, and it's probably not going to make a whole lot of sense. Uh, lack of depth speed. Um, the ability to jump on the puck. Um, Pierre Edouard Belmar, what is he, 38? I don't know, he's really old. But, like, their guys in their depth are very, very slow. Uh, JT Comfort is the only one, and maybe Alex Newhook, uh, are probably the only ones in their depth, bottom six who are actually fast. Uh, Valerie Natutskin is kind of meh. And then looking at their other, like, their fourth line their fourth line is so slow and then looking at like even a Jonas Don score he's he's okay but it, it could easily harm them because their lack of um speed and I'm trying to make a connection here because it kind of makes sense but it kind of doesn't um the fact that they can get burned by really really quickly and like Josh said even before their lack of physicality a little bit uh in some of their depth players um could allow like the Blues to zoom by them, and that could cause um, some offensive trouble for the Colorado Avalanche. Aiden, you got anything against the uh, Abs here that could potentially cost them uh, down the stretch? Yeah, definitely. I can definitely see both of those things you guys said happening, where uh, Colorado doesn't play as much as a physical game, and uh, the game starts to go away from them that way. Or, like I've only said, they just get blown by on odd man rushes or just through the neutral zone. But I got to go with something really obvious here, which I feel like not, not everyone is really emphasizing how important 
uh, he really is. And that is Nathan McKinnon. Now, obviously, he is the best player on this team. He's the top center. And the offense really runs through him, as we've seen all season, that when he was injured, uh, the Avalanche just didn't look nearly as good as when he was healthy and when he was playing. I think the reason for that is when he's on that top line, he obviously, like uh, McDavid does, he makes the plays around him so much better. I found the guy who really struggled without him was Gabriel Landeskog uh, because he just didn't look anywhere near as deadly as he was when he is playing with McKinnon. Um, Rantanen, not so much. I think he's been playing pretty good all season, even when McKinnon wasn't there. Uh, he's really improved his goal scoring this season. So I wouldn't worry about him too much. But I think even with the depth forwards that this this team has going forward into the playoffs, if McKinnon were to go down, it would just be deadly for this team. Yeah, and that's what I'll, I'd have to agree totally with that. That's the thing that's going to have cost them. Uh, in the long run, a big injury to one of their star players because they're big guys all meshed together and they really play a big role in generating their offense. And uh, obviously the Avs have some good depth pieces, but if a guy like this goes down, it's not going to be looking good for Colorado's chances. And they were favored to win the cup early on in the season, and it's definitely going to take a hit uh, if a big guy like McKinnon or Landis Gogger Rantanen uh, goes with the injury bug. But uh, I think we spent a lot of time on the Colorado Avalanche here. We'll move on to the uh, Vegas Golden Knights and the Minnesota Wild. What a game it was today. Obviously, we're being a little late to the party with, party with our uh, playoff preview here. But uh, I got Vegas coming out with this one. But it is going to be a tough matchup between these two teams. And I think the Wild are more than capable of making a run for the Vegas Golden Knights money. Uh, Minnesota has propelled their season around after a slow start to the year and have been born into this into being such a consistent team uh finishing i believe uh yeah third in the uh third in the division with uh i don't i don't know how many points i don't have it right up front with me but they've been a, such a consistent team both on the offensive side and the defensive side and uh the wild also owning a 5-1 and 2 record against the golden knights this season which means something depending on like i say uh in every in every season uh series we're analyzing here depending on how much you look into regular season stats. Uh, the point is, however, the Wild can get it done against Vegas and are capable of doing it again and again and again. Uh, big factors for, Wild, for the Wild in this one will be Krill, the Thrill Kaprizov, who has the Calder unlock with his 2021 performance. Uh, Cam, Cam Talbot, who is projected to be head coach. Uh, Dean Avis's, Dean Avinson's guy attaining the goal. And Kevin Fiala, who was ridiculous in last year's playing series against the Canucks. Uh, the Golden Knights, however, have been more often than not uh, than we credit them for making the playoffs in each of their preliminary seasons since 2017. Uh, the Golden Knights, when the Golden Knights get moving, they go far. And uh, making it to the conference finals twice, as well as the finals once in their debut season, uh, attests to that. The matchup between these two teams' top units will be interesting to say the least, seeing Stone, Marceau, and Carlson, and Pacioretty uh, with oh, Robin Leonard on. and Mark andre Fleury. You're back hold at Boney. Yeah, yeah, I'm still back. Yeah, sorry, just uh, kicked me for a little bit. Um, what Pacioretty is actually ruled out. He got injured in the first game and had to leave early. Really? Yeah, oh, he's wow. now ruled out as injured for a little bit. But that's not, dis- not disclosed how long. Regardless of if he's in or out, they still got a bunch of uh, prolific yes. guys up front. Uh, their goaltending is really going to be the key in this one. Uh, they got two uh, grade A guys, Robin Leonard and Mark Andre Fleury, at their disposal. 
And I think the key to extinguishing the Wilds' wild season, uh, no pun intended, will have to be uh, play a big part in shutting down a Wild side that has can score in bunches. Obviously, we haven't seen it in today's matchup where they were heavily outshot, but they did edge out the Golden Knights with a one nothing overtime victory with Erickson Eck finishing off the game. But uh, I don't know. What do you guys see in the series? It's going to be a close one for sure. I don't think I. I don't think Vegas uh, will run away with it. I don't know. What do you guys um, think? Uh, you know what? I'm going to go with a little bit controversial. I, I, I think it's going to be very tight for some reason. I don't know why. I just have a gut feeling that the Wild are going to come out in seven. With, I think it's going to be a very low-scoring series, both teams being pretty good, really good defensively. I mean, Talbot had an outstanding performance today, having a 42-save shutout. And obviously, Marc-Andre Fleury is Marc-Andre Fleury. But um, personally, I, I, I think obviously the Knights have the best penalty kill in the league. But I, I don't see their their top guys perform, like uh, producing that much. I think it's more of it's going to come down to who plays better defense. Um, in this, I, I, th- I think a big player for uh, Minnesota is going to be Matt Zuccarello. He's always been a, a playoff threat, especially with the Rangers throughout the years. Um, I, th- I think he's I think he's going to step it up, and he's going to be a key a key uh, a key player to them winning. In terms in terms of the Knights, I think Petrangelo has really got to step up his game. D- don't get me wrong; the last couple games of the season, he's been playing much better than the start. But other than that, he's he's been very weak compared to how he was with the Blues. So. If the Knights want to win, I think Petrangelo's got to step it up. If uh, the Wild want to win, I think it's more of a team collective type thing. Yeah, uh, I'm going to have to actually disagree with Josh on this one. Same amount of games, but I think Vegas takes this series in seven. Uh, This is tough to do because Minnesota was my dark horse to win the Cup. Uh, I believe that Vegas' talent, as well as the defensive game, is better than Minnesota Wild's. Cam Talbot will steal them very game, very many games, very many, many games in this series. Um, and most of the games will definitely be very, very low scoring. Um, Cam, Cam Talbot actually already stole a game uh, from the Vegas Golden Knights, like Josh had stated, in a 43 save shutout. Uh, Vegas' offense will have to show up, uh, and I believe special teams will be the key factor in winning uh, the series. Um, for my notable players, I think that. Chandler Stephen, uh, Stephenson from Vegas will definitely have to be huge. Uh, he's playing top line now because uh, Max Pacioretty doesn't look like he's going to be back for game two. And then who knows what's coming after that. They haven't fully diagnosed um, what he's come down with and what kind of injury he's looking at, what kind of timeline he's got. Um, as for the Minnesota Wild, I believe that Erickson Eck, who already has a goal in this series, is going to have to be prevalent for them. And continue that uh, streak that he's on. Uh, definitely his best, arguably, um, regular season. Uh, and coming into the playoffs looking hot, scoring the only goal in this one, uh, which puts a blank to the uh, Vegas Golden Knights in game one. All right. So I'm going to have to go with the Minnesota Wild winning this one in six games. Not even seven. This series is probably going to be one of the lowest scoring, like you guys have already said. As we saw tonight, 
Um, there's three hours played of hockey, and there was only one goal scored, and that was in overtime. So I definitely think this is going to be a match between the two goalies and which defense is going to play. Uh, I'll play the opponent for sure. But in terms of who's really going to step up for each team, I think for the Golden Knights, it's really going to have to be Matthias Janmark. Uh, he was a guy who was acquired at the trade deadline, uh, much like a, a bunch of guys who were uh, brought to teams that are supposed to be contenders. He is really a guy who has shown that the Vegas Golden Knights are all in. And what since being acquired hasn't really done much. Uh, he's put up a few points every now and then, every few games. But obviously he's in more of a depth role. But I'd like to see more from him if the Golden Knights are going to get over the hump of the defensive juggernauts, which are the Minnesota Wild. For the Minnesota Wild, I'm going to have to go with Kevin Fiala. Um, at the end of the season... He was just a scoring threat no matter what spot on the ice he was from. Uh, definitely, he's going to be one of the guys fueling the offense for this team. And I think uh, he might actually – I think he might actually be the best player in this series going forward, which is kind of a hot take. But he'll definitely be have to be the MVP of the Wild if they're going to win. Definitely a series that is going to go down to the wire. You can say something, Josh. No, no, I was just going to agree with it. Yeah, well, no matter which way you look at it, these two teams both very physical. After what we saw to end today's uh, matinee game between the two, the one nothing finish, very physical play, uh, and it's going to be last shot wins. I mean, the goalies are going to play a huge part. I I would say that this is probably the best matchup in respect to the goalies. Uh, you got. Uh, Marc-Andre Fleury, who came up with a massive amount of big saves uh, in this one. And uh, Cam Talbot, who just steadily steering aside, what was it, 45 shots, 43 uh, in this one? Something 40, 42, really, 42 saves, I'm 40, pretty sure. 42 shots. So he got his work cut out for him, and he really stood on his head there. Uh, I think the Minnesota Wild are going to really have to step it up on the offensive side of things if they want to uh, edge out the Vegas Golden Knights, because I think the Vegas Golden Knights have such a – uh, and you mentioned Josh Petrangelo stepping up. He's been nothing too pleasant for a uh, for the Vegas Golden Knights and what they signed him for and the amount that they signed him for, so to speak. So uh, he's going to have to step up for them. But the defense, I think, for the Vegas Golden Knights is much more uh, equipped to go uh, the distance rather than the Minnesota Wild. So I got to take Vegas winning this one, but it's going to be in a narrow margin, very uh, low-scoring games, and possibly in six or seven games. 